0: I was like, what is dripping? It's my sweat. Tea titties. (laughs) Imagine if I was making this drink for like other people and I was like, "Hmm." I broke one of the items. I fucking dropped it. (laughs) I want something sexy. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R, don't get it twisted. Hello, everyone, welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R, don't get it twisted. I'm your host, Cat Wonders, and this is episode 113. So I'm back and I'm braless. And I'm back with a double angle. (laughs) Braless with two camera angles um okay so i don't know why i've been prefacing every podcast by saying that i am just doing this off the cuff and i have no script i'm just going to talk about stuff that i want to talk about and that's just how it is over here on kitty lick um bubbly has come out with a new holiday flavor mary berry bubble mary berry buble i wonder what kind of partnership Michael Buble has with Bubbly because he's on every commercial, they're now crossing out the Y and replacing it with an E with an accent on it, accent aigu, this is French for the accent on the E. (laughs) Um, It's interesting and to be honest I'm glad that I am a fan of Michael Buble and I also drink Bubbly so it doesn't bother me that much. But I know some people are annoyed. I do love the can. It's got like a little Christmas theme, almost like Argyle sweater or something. Not Argyle, maybe (laughs) just a Christmas pattern sweater. And it kind of tastes like Mary Berry. (laughs) No, what is Mary Berry? It's like kind of like a cross between if you were to mix like a, a cranberry and orange kind of. It's not bad, but it's not that unique. Um, all right. I this is the first time I'm wearing these earrings and um I wasn't going to wear this top. This is the top I was wearing all day today. And I thought that it matched. And these earrings I ordered off of Etsy from an indigenous lady that makes beautiful beaded earrings and I am a beaded earring lover. So, if you couldn't tell, I've talked about this before, but <laughs> um, I just thought it worked well together. So I'm back. I have a few days left of wearing my veneers, my plastic teeth. If something looks different, if you've just tuned in last episode, I showed you how new and fresh my teeth are. <laughs> um, But now I'm about to get these taken off. So by the next episode, I'll have my actual porcelains on. So these are temporary veneers. They're basically meant to kind of test drive your teeth. And they also need to kind of customize them, scan them when you try them on just to make sure that everything's correct. It's just an extra step to make sure you get exactly what you want. And I can't wait. So it's funny because they They feel rough and they attract plaque like nothing else so like the feeling of plaque on my teeth just my regular old teeth my normal teeth it's the worst feeling for me i just hate it so it already feels like my teeth are (laughs) covered in plaque because it the veneers have like a texture to them but they also cling to like so i have to brush my teeth a few times a day which is good annoying because i normally just brush my teeth twice a day in the morning and at night but now I'm brushing them four or five times, depending on what I'm eating. <laughs> um, it is hot in my studio, and I don't know why because it's cold outside. It might just be me. I've been having kind of like hot flashes, like crazy. And I'm also wearing my hair down, which doesn't help. So today, I'm going to be creating, concocting a cocktail, um, and it's not going to be a completely off the top of my head type cocktail. It's a version of a mudslide, but I don't, I'm not going to use the coffee as an ingredient or coffee because I had two coffees and a diet Coke and my cap is like two coffees a day, (laughs) but the diet Coke kind of pushed me over the edge. And what happens to me when I overdo caffeine is I get tired and it's weird because you'd think it would do the opposite, but I get tired and I get kind of like shaky. If that sounds right, but, um, so I'm going to try to make a mudslide. I've never really officially made one, but I have some Nesquik chocolate syrup that I'm going to decorate my glass with so that it looks fancy. (laughs) So I'm going to be doing Nesquik. I've got some light Baileys. So light Baileys is the way to go. Regular Baileys is so sweet that it's almost too sweet. Uh, It is too sweet. (laughs) Let's just put it out there. Uh, This is light Baileys, so there's 40% less sugar and calories in the light version, but it tastes just as good. And I think it's just as boozy as the original Baileys. Now I had this idea and I probably brought it up. Oh, good thing I noticed. My other camera died. I'll be right back. Camera angle might be slightly different, but That's fine. Um, Okay, so I had this idea before about Baileys being a sugar, like being able to buy a sugar-free version of Baileys where you can enjoy the flavor of Baileys, but you're not consuming all the calories. Because that's the bummer with like staying at family's house or whatever over the holidays. And you're trying to like not consume all the bad shit. And there's Baileys there and you're like, I better not. But then you do and you feel like garbage about yourself. So Bailey's Light, I think you could convert a lot of people, in my opinion, because to me it's excellent and delicious. So Bailey's, I know that the recipe calls for vodka and we're in luck because I've got a bottle of vodka from Dixon's Distilled Spirits, an unopened bottle. Um, I have tried their vodka before and it's very clean, delicious. And everything you could ever hope for in a vodka. And I believe 40%. Yes. And I think, is there like, if for something to be a vodka, is there like a, like a certain alcohol content that it has to be to be considered a vodka? Like if it was 35%, I guess vodka is just kind of the process. I probably sound super dumb right now. Um, I took a screenshot of the recipe and vodka. So heavy cream, Irish cream, coffee liqueur, vodka, chocolate syrup, whipped cream. So we're just going to use this Nesquik cocoa around the glass. And then I'm going to mix up the Baileys, the vodka, maybe a little bit of chocolate syrup. Would that be crazy? And um, shake it all up and enjoy a nice cocktail with y'all. So cozy up with your... Tea, your coffee, or your cocktail, because we're gonna have a grand time. <laughs> Another bad habit I have is drinking sparkling water on camera, because I'm always burping and or trying to hide burps or apologizing for burps. Um, yesterday, you guys are gonna laugh. Yesterday, I filmed a crazy video in my dining room (laughs) you will see it on youtube so if you're just following me on this kitty Liquor podcast channel also follow my cat Wonders channel um because you won't want to miss it (laughs) basically i'm unboxing the most expensive advent calendar on the planet and i feel guilty saying that because that's not actually the truth it's the second most expensive advent calendar that exists on this planet and um you're just going to have to tune in to that episode to figure out what I'm talking about, because it's not just like $500. It's not a thousand dollars, not even $1,500. This advent calendar is too expensive. <laughs> and because the things that I'm unboxing from it are very precious, I was being extra careful, but you'll be the first to hear before you see this video, I broke one of the items. I fucking dropped it (laughs) right on camera and it wasn't cool, but that's just life, right? (laughs) No, it's not necessarily just life. It's somebody being stupid in their life that causes these kind of problems. Okay. I'm going to add a little spout on the top of my Dixon's bottle. So... I am going to pull my shake, shake, shaker. And I'm going to pull my measurer. (laughs) What is this thing called? Um, Oh, of course, let me... You would think I'm already drunk. <laughs> Not yet. And the strainer. And I was trying to think of like, are there any bitters or anything else I could add to this to kind of add a little twist. Cinnamon would sort of be the only thing that I could add, but I think we're going to go as like the main flavor being the Baileys and chocolate situation. Um, and I thought ahead and kept ice in this thermos whatever you want to call it all right so let's start with I'm going to do two ounces of Baileys and one ounce of vodka that's three ounces maybe that's too much I'll do one and a half ounces of Baileys first let me put some ice in here and the rest I'm going to put in my glass my fish bowl glass Okay, so I've got the ice in there. I'm going to add one and a half shots of Baileys. Oh, hot diggity dog. It worked. (laughs) That was close. One and a half of deliciously light Baileys. That's what it's called. And the bottle is beautiful. Just, you know, if you're aesthetic with your countertops. And then let's do one ounce of Dixon's Silver Creek Vodka. Should probably try smelling it when it's not. (laughs) All right. And we'll do one ounce of this. Oh, the little air bubble got in there. Oh, there. There might be a problem with the spout. So it's funny because adding vodka or like anything like that to like a creamy mixture makes me feel like it's going to kind of break or like not break. What's the word? Curdle. But there's already alcohol in Bailey's and what makes it creamy? Like actual cream? Probably not. I have to... I have to, okay, I'm going to put my ice back in here. So oh, now that it's wet, I hope it still works. I need to really pour, this has been in my pantry for a long time. <laughs> I don't even know how we got there. I'm going to add chocolate around the rim and create like a fancy Starbucks moment here with this chocolate syrup. Oh shit, I went, oh God! that kind of looks cool, but imagine if I was making this drink for like other people and I'm just like, "Mm." you know, the shit that goes on in kitchens behind closed doors, worse than that, I bet I'm just, so the fact that I, the, (laughs) the glass was wet first. Okay. So it's not as beautiful as it could be. Okay, but it's still like this little section i'm enjoying so this will be the front of the cocktail now i have to add the ice now i'm gonna shake up my cocktail and pour it in and i think i feel like there's something missing but i think this is just a vodka baileys cocktail and that's we just have to accept that thing. I almost had it and then I fricked it up. Oh my oh, god. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It smells delicious or as my opa would say, smells delicious. dishes. That's a joke. Are you seeing that? Oops. I think I made a masterpiece. It's beautiful and lovely and delicious looking. Let me just try some of my (laughs) masterpiece. Oh yeah, I was going to put chocolate syrup in the, but I think this is going to be good. There's enough syrup already in here. Let's give it a shot. I really don't know how I could have done this wrong. This like Bailey's just in general over ice cream on ice in like a coffee style cocktail or just in coffee. It's just, you know, whoever invented it. I think it's basically an Irish cream. Is is that right? A British made with cream from Ireland. Well, that's why I love it so much. It's part of my, it's part of my heritage wait that was more scottish <laughs> what about what what is more irish um it's part of me heritage <laughs> is that right I, I do feel like that's actually closer than what i did initially so we'll just leave it at that um let me get this out of your face i'm getting, <laughs> getting a little stockpile going here of uh boozes and I like it I like the options okay the chocolate on the edge is holding up quite nicely Um, if I were to do this again I would make sure that the glass was not wet before I added my chocolate and I would also that's it (laughs) I would, I would maybe rim the glass with something like a cocoa powder or like chocolate sprinkles or something to kind of make it a little bit more fancy, but this is a boozy bevy and I still have to go to town after this. So I'm going to have to go to town later. (laughs) Oh, well we can make it work. Okay. What is going on in my actual life? Um, who am I talking to here? (laughs) Uh, so no snow, still no snow. And we got a little blizzard the other day, and it was very Christmassy. And I was waiting actually to film the unboxing of my very expensive advent calendar um, for snow because I wanted it to be as winch I wanted it to be as wintry and as mad magical and majestic as possible which would mean a bit of snow in the backdrop because I filmed in front of uh, one of my windows where my Christmas village is. And so I was like, oh, so Christmassy, all the Christmas vibes. I don't have my tree set up yet. It's going to happen, trust me. And you can't be too mad because it was just Remembrance Day. So we'll get there. (laughs) Um, But there's no snow. And so I was like, frick it. I'm just going to... I'm just gonna have to film how how I am, how it is now, outside. And I did just that. But I kind of, I'm afraid to look at the footage because I, first of all, I just got my nails redone today. They're a beautiful pink, lovely kind of opalescent color. And my nails were so janky in this unboxing now I bought a a light box and I used my separate camera to film the each individual piece from this advent calendar and just so you could see every detail because it's very intricate very detailed and um you just want to have a close-up view but I was like I have this burn blister on my finger so to cover it with a band-aid so I had a band-aid on my finger I had red janky nails underneath like they were clean but like because this is gel polish over top of my natural nails it just looked crazy and I was like (laughs) well I'm just gonna film it so I filmed it (laughs) and then I'm like oh no the amount of grease on my face and because I'm not I'm in my usual studio lighting it's gonna look quite quite a bit different but I'm like well you know what it might actually turn out just fine I'm worried about absolutely nothing at all um Anyway, so that video will be coming up soon, very soon, hopefully. And um, yeah, still no snow. I kind of, it's getting cold enough now that whatever snow comes, it's gonna stay. Um, I'm like, can we get a little bit of snow? Just so I can start to kind of like prep my cross country ski trails or just do something because right now now it's just cold and gray and dead and dark. Well, there goes that camera angle. It's just you and me now (laughs) I'm not gonna get up and delete and that camera it didn't die it just ran out of camera space I mean disc space storage space card space Wow Christmas is fast approaching approaching and I am not really prepared and I've kind of also been contemplating doing a high tier for Christmas this year. I've done it, I think, for five years in a row. And I'm just kind of, it's really strange. And I, the lady that does my nails, she was telling me today that she was feeling kind of similar without me even saying anything. But I just am like, maybe because there's no snow, it's dark early. It's its that time of year when people are kind of like at their most depressed maybe that's not true it's still the beginning of winter but like it's just not a super cheerful happy time of year and I'm kind of feeling it like I've got lots of great stuff going on there's nothing going on in my life that's sad or depressing but it's like just a feeling that I guess what it is for me is when I'm not accomplishing things that I really want to so like I'll go three or four days without working out because I'm not, I'm feeling like maybe I'm fighting something off or I have an excuse, you know, and then you don't work out for those three days in a row and you're like, what is my life? <clears throat> what am I doing with myself? Like, I'm such a loser. <laughs> and even though it's like, you don't have to work out every day, but it's just a mental thing. So, you know, when you're not at your best and you know, you could be doing more. You could be doing your best, but you're not doing it. You're just doing something else instead or just preoccupied with something else or just not just scrolling on Instagram when you should be doing other things. Um, I kind of need like, I need something to spark me into Christmas mode, holiday mode. And trust me, I've been playing Christmas music, cooking like every day. Last night I made a beautiful salmon and a salad and, and asparagus and rice and like made a beautiful dinner the night before i've been cooking lots of deer meat a friend of mine has just recently killed a deer so i have like a ton of wild meat and i've just been going crazy and kind of doing what what comforts me <clears throat> but not necessarily like the stuff that i need to do <laughs> and that's same with like scrolling on instagram it's like i need a bit of comfort so i'm gonna sit down and i'm just going to like not think about anything and just kind of scroll or whatever but I think it's pretty normal for this time of year. I don't necessarily go through it every season. Sometimes rolling from fall into winter towards Christmas, I am like on it. I'm excited. I'm, you know, like ready for it. <clears throat> um, pre-ordering things for my Christmas high tier and like getting people hyped about it. But I'm like, so my Halloween high tier, and it was, it's not anything to do with the fact that Besides, I had so much going on in October, including like a two week trip in the middle of October that really threw me for a loop and made me kind of like I had like PTSD <laughs> from the amount of like effort it took. And it seemed like because it was only a 10 day high tier, but it seemed like a 25 day, which I used to do. A 25 day high tier. Like it just was, it felt so like so much work that I had to crunch at the very beginning of the month and the very end of the month. And on my trip, I enjoyed my trip, but I was still thinking about it in the back of my mind. Oh, so I was like, do I really want to spend my December extra stressed? The answer is no, I don't. So it's not a matter of wanting to or not. It's a matter of just like, it's this is your job. This is what you do. You must do these things. But I'm like, must I? I don't know if I do. Another, you know what it is. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's not. I'm not. Not what it is. But a big part of it is that I gained like ten pounds <laughs> on my vacation. No, I shouldn't say on my vacation. So. <laughs> I discovered, uh, and I discovered through experience as well, I was doing a bunch of research, but apparently the wheat or the, the grains over in Europe um, are not processed the same way that the grains are here in Canada and the USA. So people that are gluten intolerant can eat a lot of the breads, pastas, pretty much anything you want over there, as long as it's not imported from the US or Canada. So I don't know if why that Europe would import that from Canada, but you just never know. But anyway, um, so I, for the first time in over eight years, ate fresh bread and it was so and in Spain, like they're on top of their shit. They make this bread bread with this like thin layer of crushed tomato and olive oil or whatever it was. And I was like, is it just because I haven't had actual bread in so long that this tastes this incredible? Uh, So that was it for me. Not only was I on vacation, drinking on the daily, because you're in restaurants that are like bringing you tapas and the vibe is amazing and the people you're with. And I was like with friends and... So that. And also, I can now eat whatever's on the menu. Anything. Like, no restrictions because of my diet restrictions. Nothing. So I was like a kid in a candy store, okay? I was ordering pastas, pizzas, looking for Italian restaurants. Because I'm like, I want to have lasagna. I want to... I want to experience normal people food. (laughs) So I might have gone a little bit crazy. And then I discovered that I can buy pasta in my local grocery store that's made in Italy, imported directly from Italy. So I don't, I never actually needed to be eating gluten-free pasta, which is garbage because they do their best to make it taste like pasta feel like pasta have the texture look like you know what i mean so i could have just been eating this because i had absolutely no gut problems reactions nothing over in europe and i was eating bread on a daily for two weeks straight okay so fast forward to now i have since cut out all carbs again besides this sugary drink. Um, because I'm out of control. <laughs> I need help when it comes to starches now that I've discovered that I can eat. So over here, the only thing I can really eat is the Italian pasta that I found. So I can't I can't order breads, unless I were to find a little bakery that uses imported flour or something from Europe. Um, but I kind of like, it was, you know what, to be honest, my memories of the flavors of the food that I ate make it worth it so just getting to have a bite of somebody else's food they're like try this like I can't tell you how many times somebody's offered me something because like my friends are sherry kind of people um (laughs) (laughs) sherish and always try it, try it, try it, you know, and, and I'll like so often I'll be like, no, 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 like, thank you so much. But they're like, but you're hungry, like eat it. And I'm like, no, I can't eat it because it's got wheat in it. But to be able to sit at a table, like, and especially if you're having Spanish style meals, it's all like share plates. Try this, try that. Like, yeah, I'll try it. And you know, another thing that <laughs> that I really went ham on in Spain was croquettes which are kind of like a gooey ball of deliciousness that's fried in like a crispy crust of, I don't know, deliciousness. (laughs) So extremely high in calories and fat and all that stuff, like mixing carbs and fat, bad, 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 bad. But like I said, I kind of felt like a bird that spread my wings. And I, I don't regret a day of it, but because I also wasn't exercising on my trip at all, I brought my running shoes, my exercise wear, I damn near brought my yoga mat. Good thing I didn't because my bag was already, like, way overweighted. <laughs> um, so overweighted? Overweight. Um, anyway, so I had ambition to exercise on my trip and, like, especially staying at our villa. Excuse me, but that did not happen once. However, the walking situation was heavy. Every day, putting on tons and tons of miles. Like, and I have proof because I wear my whoop, which tracks my every move, all my sleep, all that. And uh, so I was getting some workouts in, but it wasn't the same, like not strength training what I'm used to. So only the last three days have been consistent since I got back from my trip, which was like, I, was back, I got back on October 22nd. So just now, I'm finally kind of getting back on track. Today is day three of like solid workouts, and um, I'm feeling better about myself <laughs> because I've done something for myself. Um, and I've kind of stopped eating around 730, 7, seven seven thirty. So I have like a bit of a fast, and I don't really eat until eight thir- or sorry until eleven thirty or twelve. So I give myself about sixteen hours to fast. But also just not eating right before bed, because I was just kind of in this mode. And also in Spain, you're eating late, so late, like restaurants don't open until 830. So I would wind up like we'd wind up staying up till like midnight still at the restaurant. Like and they they're they're doing their thing. Like you'd think that they would try to brush you out, but no. Um, so I, my schedule just got really thrown for a loop. And I was like, I'm not mad at it. And I miss it, but it's going to take some time to, like, to fully adjust. But I think come December 1st, absolutely, I'll be back on track. What does this remind me of? I think, so I don't ever make myself creamy cocktails. Besides, if I put Baileys in coffee, that's that's as creamy as it gets. But this... Reminds me of like, so uh, I'm having like air bubbles escape and bother me. (laughs) It's almost like, I think I know what it is. At Easter time, one of our favorite Easter eggs were the Cadbury cream eggs. And they had this flavor to them. Like the richest, if you know what I'm talking about, it's essentially a chocolate egg with like liquid icing filling that is yellow and white. So it's assimilating an egg. So like a yellow center and a white, but all just pure 1000% sugar. Imagine mixing icing sugar with a bit of like milk or cream. That's what they taste like in the middle. Mixed with chocolate. This gives me the same thing the creaminess the sugariness it's like a Cadbury cream egg the Bailey's does have like a little bit of a different different flavor like almost like the cream is like very fresh or something or very like um but that's what it is I was like it's like bringing me bringing me back to like a certain holiday or something and it's Easter Cadbury cream eggs and that was the Cadbury cream eggs came before like Caramelk and these other chocolate bar brands were also making cream eggs or like goo filled eggs. <laughs> and, um, oh my God, we came back from Spain, stopped over in Frankfurt and I loaded up on the brandy cherries. And what's the name of the company? I can see the logo perfectly in my mind but it's um but I don't remember what it's called but there's a very famous chocolatier that's in every airport that makes cherry like brandy cherries and they're individually wrapped and they're just delicious but there was another there's another one that they make it's just like a brandy not a cherry but like just a brandy in chocolate and I'm like, I'm not going to open these until Christmas time. To me, November 1st is like Christmas, the start of Christmas. So I opened those up and I don't know how to explain it. I'm going to do my best. But when I was a kid, my opa used to like have brandy beans at at, um, Christmas time. And I don't know where he got them from or why they were this way or if it's because they kept them in the freezer or what exactly it was but a lot of times they had like blooming on them, it's called or blossoming or blooming like when the chocolate starts to turn white and it would like crystallize on the inside. So there was still the brandy liquid in there a little bit, but the rest had crystallized on the inside. So when you would bite into one of these things, it had this crunch to it. Now, I always thought that brandy beans tasted like that until I bought my very first box of brandy beans from the grocery store. And I was di- so disappointed not because I expected it to be bl- blooming or you know but it was like creamy and smooth and no crunch and the flavor was different. And so I for years I mean I should have probably just stored a bunch of brandy beans in like my garage or something and like open it 10 years later. But I'm not saying that that's exactly what it was because to be honest it could have been it could have happened from freezing or i think opa went to the the wholesale warehouse which maybe would sell like slightly expired chocolates i don't know oh my god you guys i have such underboob sweat right now <laughs> i was like what is dripping it's my sweat tea titties <laughs> Anyway, um, so, so, so inappropriate telling stories about my mom. <laughs> no, but actually, um, so like I said, I don't know if it was an age thing, freezing thing, whatever. So I bought my first box, didn't work out the way that I thought. And for years, I've not had a brandy bean that tastes the same or has the same texture or just gives me that nostalgia because like that is something that I'm lacking. I won't even eat brandy beans. I'm like, oh, fuck that. Like they're not going to be... The same and so i opened this box of like and I, i'm sure it's brandy it's got to be brandy um but essentially just an unflavored alcohol like chocolate individually wrapped beautiful presentation open it up take it it is crystallized on the inside and it has that crunch the only thing missing is the blooming of the chocolate <laughs> but i it just took me back and smell is so close to memory meaning if you smell something it's like we'll take you right back the texture of this chocolate did what the smell like what smells do for me too it was like i hadn't felt that same thing it sounds so crazy and maybe super like unrelatable but it took me back to that time when i was a kid because it like i said it had been so long and oh I was so happy <laughs> I was like oh my god this is so, like so like how do you explain that to somebody else right that doesn't necessarily understand but but you know I my my grandparents used to freeze chocolate or chocolate eggs and the flavor of like fro like freezer burnt chocolate because when you're a kid like a little little kid You'll, if it's chocolate, you'll eat it like it's not like, oh, is it lint or like you're like, is it dark or how much milk content is in this chocolate? That's not the reality when you're a kid. Um, you just eat the chocolate, <laughs> maybe even eat some of the aluminum foil that's stuck to it. You can't get off. OK, <laughs> that is my childhood. So freezer burnt chocolate takes me back to my grandparents' basement my grandparents had a big open basement with green carpet and we all used to play down there. And Hungry Hungry Hippos was a big thing. Um, how there were ever any like white marbles left ever because this, those things were flying everywhere. Um, my Opa used to bring back bags or boxes of toys he'd find at garage sales. Cause he's like, oh, I got like 25 grandchildren on this take this back and they could have fun and it was literally like not always like it was always good stuff but barbies boxes of barbies naked barbies then a big garbage bag full of clothes and oh my god like talk about and this would be in the middle of summer it was like nowhere near anybody's birthday or christmas it was like Opa has these treasures that he found and we'd be in the basement on this green carpet spreading everything around going through trying to find all the barbie shoes that were matching probably there were only two pairs that were actually pairs the rest were just random single barbie shoes and then barbie outfits the barbie's hair was always so matted and unbrushable that we just sometimes we would just cut the hair off the barbie (laughs) not often but um just throw it up in a ponytail uh and just the memories of the treasures and then there'd be like a random thing thrown in there like the boys could play with like (laughs) like a a random like gi joe jeep or something in with a barbie and just the boys would go play with it uh but such good memories and the smell the smell of the basement and i don't know i'm just getting super nostalgic just like it's all kind of flooding back to me here but i remember my sister and i used to (laughs) we didn't have a sewing kit or we just didn't know how to sew or this was just the easy way but we would take old socks so i think we always had like a bag of single socks And we would cut Barbie clothes out of them. But instead of sewing them, we would staple them. (laughs) We use a stapler to make the Barbie clothes. So we would take a sock. And of course, it's a tube. So like right away, you have a dress. And then you would cut it to the length that you wanted. And then you would cut like another little strip of the sock and then cut it. And you had a Barbie belt and then the stapling would happen when we were like getting into making like shirts anyway but such incredible memories and times and you know we didn't have money we had nothing i mean should say we have nothing we had each other but like there was no like here's a brand new bike for your birthday here's a scooter for like it was like here's a bag of clothes from your older cousin have at her woo! and then we were like yeah and because of course when you get hand-me-downs and you have like you respect your older sibling or older cousin that it's coming from it's like you feel so cool wearing their clothes even though they probably haven't been washed (laughs) they're probably way too big and might have a couple holes in them um it's like i don't know it's just times and the way that you think back in the good old days when you're a kid that you can't get back ever you know and you can in some ways i think when down the line you have like smaller family members if you ever have kids or grandkids or then you can kind of relive those moments through them but there's a saying that like really rings true for me it's i wish i'm going to botch this but this is generally what it is i wish we knew what the good old days were when we were in the good old days you know like that maybe doesn't not make any sense this is saying something like that but like the realization of the times that you're in when you're in them but at the same time when you're a kid you can't comprehend that kind of thing it's not like you can think that way it's only when you become an adult and you realize like that was so special those times just you think they're gonna last forever they seem like they go on and on and on but when you get to be an adult that those things change and it's beautiful because it's life and that's just the reality of it and and i i think i asked this before in the podcast but um oh my god i'm just trying not to like get emotional but if i offered you a hundred million dollars right now right here on the table for you but you had to forget your top 15 greatest memories of your entire life you had to get rid of those memories for this money would you take it and 100 million dollars is a lot of money and sometimes a lot of money brings a lot of misery but imagine now standing there with this money and not having any of those memories, like those beautiful memories. I don't know. I just could never in a million years, no matter what somebody offered me, if if I had to forget my top 15 greatest memories, forget it. Because, like, who would you be? <laughs> you know, maybe maybe top 20 memories. I don't know. Maybe you, every day you remember and you could get rid of your top 15 and then have a lot more. But I guess it because also I... I don't have a ton of memories like from my childhood. They come back to me like my cousin will tell a story or my sister or my brother, or, you know, and it's like, oh yeah, like I totally forgot about that. But for me to draw from certain times in my life, I can't do it. I just don't have that kind of brain. And it, it's really bothersome because like my mom or when my Oma was still around, she would be able to be like, oh, when Maria was six months old, she, you know she remembers not only that but she also remembers how old her kid was the year it was you know like for me I can remember like I want to say like 50 things from my childhood like that stand out the most and maybe that's totally normal but I don't remember a lot from like the like before the age of eight and like up to like twelve. There's like, I just, you know, I don't know if it was, if it's like an ADD thing. (laughs) I don't want to throw myself in that bucket because like a lot of people abuse that, that acronym, I guess. But I, um, I don't remember a ton of stuff and, but it's, it's not that I don't remember it specifically, it's that I can't draw those memories out. Like they can be evoked by something like a smell, a song, whatever, but I can't just oh yeah like if you were to say to me go back to when you were seven the summer of when you were seven years old that's not gonna happen (laughs) I, I have like visions of myself at that age from like through photos that I've seen so I've like created these memories that didn't come from my own brain but like I saw photos of myself when I was that age So like you can kind of put things together, but it's not a genuine memory unless something specific. Like I remember a Christmas when I think I was 12 and my sister would have been 10 and we knew where mom had hid the Christmas presents and we were living in a new house. And my sister wanted to go look at and see what we could see. And I was like, no, because I was always very anti exposing what christmas like gifts i was getting because that was ruining christmas for me and i think my sister was like that too a little bit but anyway we went to go and bust in and i was like okay i helped her but i was like don't tell me what you see i told her don't tell me what you see don't tell me anything i don't want to know anything you can look of course there was part of me that really wanted to know but i was like we were being so bad mom was probably at work we're in the freaking walking closet of her bedroom And I'm, she's standing on my shoulders, looking up at the top shelf of her freaking closet. And my sister yells, Sky Dancers! Uh, And I was like, no! But I was also like, yeah. (laughs) We really wanted Sky Dancers. But I knew what we were getting. And then I was like, oh, just so disappointed. That's a memory that I have from when I was about 12 years old. But... To be honest, I might have been 10 or I might have been 13. I don't remember, but I'm putting myself at around 12. Um, so anyway, like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I, I just can't, I'm not a good storyteller in that sense. I'm, I don't know. It's kind of a weird, weird thing. Um, but anyway, nostalgia, Christmas time. I'm also not mad at like new Christmas traditions and uh I have some ideas for my upcoming Christmas with my family I'd like to concoct a Christmas cocktail (laughs) and make a fret like bring all the glasses everything well maybe something that's going to be easy to break like stack and like take to my aunt's place but just a fun christmas cocktail and like make it meaningful so like a memory like call it something that everybody gets a memory maybe some nostalgia in there just throw a barbie leg in (laughs) imagine your stir stick was just like a broken up barbie leg oh my god that'd be really funny um because all my sister (laughs) my cousins would all just be like yes anyway (laughs) so toxic (laughs) with regard to plastics and all that good stuff oh my god do you guys ever get a twitch in your eye (laughs) not your eyeball but and i've had one so bad and apparently it has to do with like if you're over caffeinated today i'm over caffeinated especially there's also caffeine in that chocolate sauce so (laughs) Um, but if you're over caffeinated apparently it does it can't you can develop an eye twitch and I had it so bad one time that I was like talking to people, I was socializing, and somebody brought it up. And I was like, Nobody can see this, it's just my eye. And they're like, oh, Do you have a twitch in your eye? I'm like, No, <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, but my mom told me one time, she's like, Oh, that's too much caffeine because your aunt one time, so my auntie Shirley, my mom, um, and my auntie Maggie were all in a band for many years. And apparently, my auntie shirley was on stage and her lip had some uncontrollable twitch and when you're a singer that's very distracting and maybe it didn't affect her singing so much as it just affected her focus but then uh she discovered that it was caffeine she cut out half the amount of caffeine and then never had the twitch again so anyway (laughs) let me know if you are interested in a christmas high tier we're going to have to take a vote because I think if I have a bit of a flame under my ass, I can make it happen. I just am in this zone right now where I'm like, am I going to do it? Am I going to not? I don't know. I'm kind of just like melting and molding away. Uh No, but it's it's fine. I'm getting back on track three days in a row, working out, feeling better about myself and just motivated. Just the motivation. I just need the stars to get back into alignment and the planets. some people fully blame their entire existence on like oh my god mercury must be in retrograde right now because it's like this and this and this is going wrong and and to be honest i don't doubt that that is actually a real thing i don't know enough about it to use it as an excuse though so that might be what's going on let's hope that the stars and the moons and the planets realign um and i get back into motivation mode because when i'm motivated i'm unstoppable like if I think about something that I want to do I'll do it. I'll figure out a way. I'm very resourceful and I'm very creative. So I can figure it out or I can make it happen. I can do it 10 times better if I want. I can. These are just abilities that I have but then you get into this like you get this blanket of just like gray over top of you. And you're just like oh it's so hard to just bust through sometimes and but I'm kind of just like poking a hole in the knitted blanket and i'm just gonna start to pull that fucker open (laughs) and bust through um one thing i have to say right now is i've had to pee since the beginning of this podcast and i was gonna stop like three times and go but i didn't i persevered (laughs) the hole in the blanket's getting bigger (laughs) um thank you guys so so much for tuning in to episode 113 and i hope you enjoyed this episode and let me know in the comments down below i do need some cocktail suggestions and i also want your vote as to whether or not i should do a christmas high tier on patreon and um let me know in the comments down below like subscribe follow me on my main channel also you can follow me on Instagram facebook twitter all that good stuff link down below in the description box (sighs) i love you all thanks for hanging out with me on this doomy gloomy (laughs) snowless winter day and um, i will see you all in my next video bye